Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town. Hi, how the hell are you? on this Wednesday evening, wherever you may be. And I'm going to be a homer right now because this is the 49ers 49th edition of the other side of the, other side of the ball. Don't Double A, Anthony Alvarez here. Don't hate. Don't hate. <laughs> we will see you week five in October, buddy, all right? Yes, sir. You coming over? Yes, I am, actually. Okay. All right. I'll have something for you. I bet you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> Double A Anthony Alvarez here. Pause. With you. <laughs> Live from the Media Hype Studios in the entertainment capital of the world. Um, it's just the three musketeers today. Um, Casey Cox is on assignment, and God help us, the Viking is in the show me state. Lord help. What is he showing people? What do you think he's showing people? He said a middle aged mother with a turd cut. <laughs> So. That's, that's, that's my kind of evening. <laughs> well, I can tell you, there ain't going to be no butt naked booty scoots. Oh, he already put in the chat, hashtag BNBS. Oh, damn. Yes. I promise okay. you, yes. he wakes up in boot scoots or booty scoots butt naked <laughs> before he even gets on the show. And yes, I have had a lot of Cabernet before I got on the show. <laughs> Y'all ready for something. So basically what Scotty's saying is you got to pull it to the side. I mean... You don't want to get involved. You know, well, you don't want to get he, involved with that turd if, cutter. If if Scotty calls in, he can explain that for himself. So let me just go on record. And Matt Matt Ryan said, "You fall into his vortex too much and take the show down an angle that we don't need to go. It's your fault. It's my fault. He starts it. You can't stop finishing. Sweet. <laughs> basically, he congratulations. Said, basically, he said you encourage him, if you will. I sure the hell do. And he, <laughs> Anyhow, Anthony Alvarez joined by Derek Duncan and Chris Vera. Um, Stirring it up. As we mentioned, uh, Casey is on assignment and Scotty's <laughs> on assignment. But there is a number, as you can see, on the screen. So uh, we did have some colors last week, and I'm pretty sure we'll have some more coming in today. So uh, first off, gentlemen, uh, how the hell are you guys? What the fuck are we doing here? Um, um, I'm just happy to be back. Screw yeah, y'all. Yeah. I thought you were out of town. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just going to be me and Dub on the show. I'm no, like, that was, that was like, last week. I'm like, who else is coming? Like, no one showed up to happy hour. I was there by myself. I happy hour. Was- I had to mad dash from work to get here, which again, just seemed <laughs> wacky Wednesday strikes again for me. Anyhow. Like, really? You and I decided I know. two weeks ago I know. we were going to go to a certain spot at yes. 3 o'clock every Wednesday yes. before this show. Yes. Yes. And then I dropped in the chat. For our group chat for the other side of the ball, you know, said, "Hey guys, I'm here. Happy hour's going down." You know how my eyes are looking down. Um, I'm doing that on purpose, but I will I will bail myself out by saying that um, I kind of had to deal with some drama at work. What was her name? Um, (laughs) Hey, if my wife's watching, Tammy. Um, if, she's if, not, she's, if she's not watching, it's still Tammy. Okay, good. And the drama was uh, $1.5 million worth of business that I'm trying to take care of. Let's just dun, leave, dun, it dun. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. News right. breaking here on the other side of the ball. But anyhow, um, you were in my home area, which is the Bay Area. How was it? Outside, um, of, outside of it being a business trip. How much time did you spend in the Tenderloin? Dude. Hmm. <laughs> 
Mm. <laughs> Let me just say this. If you're going to go to San Francisco, stay away from downtown. All I'm going to say. And yeah, literally, that's, that's, that is not coming from me. Are we talking Mission District? Are we talking Embarcadero? Are we talking Fisherman's Wharf? Which, which area are we talking about? Fisherman's Wharf was okay. That's, okay. Not that, that that's, wasn't, that's not that's really downtown, though. We're, we're, yes. I'm, talking, I'm talking downtown. And I'm talking where Transamerica building. they basically told me when I got, I mean, I'm not a small guy, but the girl at the front desk said, okay, when you walk out, don't walk to your left. Was her name Tammy? Don't go up the, uh, the road. Make sure everything goes down the street. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And then she said, and after dark, make sure you keep your head on a swivel. Oh, yeah. The, the, the crazies come out at night in, in the city. Oh, crazies sure. is my The freaks dude. come out at night. Dude, no, freaks. The freaks come out at night. I've never seen... Well, oh, all I'm, oh, I'm oh. going to say is you've never seen so many squad cars and so many um, ambulances and, and fire trucks driving around. I mean, I walked outside after I got there and I could walk down to my first appointment and I'm talking to one of my customers and he's like, dude, are you getting pulled over by the police? I'm like, no, it's a fire truck. Hold on. And it drove right in front of me. And I saw that same fire truck six times while I was there. That sounds about right. The exact same fire truck. That sounds about right. I would never live there. No. Sounds awful. No. Sounds like a great place to visit. I visit there as often as I can because I get to come home. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one right? of the greatest places in the world to tour, travel, <clears throat> eat, experience a game. Go Giants, by the way. Um, they're an independent race, but they lost today to, to the damn Reds. Anyhow. Um, My White Sox beat the Baltimore, <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles today. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Um, you're hurting your draft position. Yes. You're, you're 17 games back. Why? And the fact that you fired your whole entire front office in the process. That was smart. Yeah, it, it was time. It, it, it was time. I mean, you, Kenny Williams, you, Kenny Williams, God bless him, helped them in the curse of 88 years, winning the world title in 2005, but nothing since. You need a new face. I, I agree with that. You are 33% win percentage with that roster. You deserve to be fired. Oh, yeah. From, there's, from, too much, from life. There, there's too much talent on that. There's too much talent on that team for them to be underachieving for but, sure. But zero boxing talent, just so we're on the record. Copy that. <laughs> oh, we go All right. Now we're an, actual, we're an actual sports show now. We're talking about other things <clears throat> besides A7FL. Well, actually, me and Chris had a very nice, lengthy conversation last Friday because he was like, How do you feel about the trade? And I'm like, Well, I mean, let's just say the talk turned to about almost a two-hour phone conversation talking about this doggone trade and amongst other things in life. <laughs> Great for the Niners. Great for the Niners. Well, I'll just yeah. say, well, I, I'm, I'm just going to say this. Fourth they better, they, they okay. better pray to God that yeah. Brock Purdy takes every meaningful snap because if, I, if they have to play Sam Darnold, who said on live TV on Monday Night Football, I'm seeing Ghost. <laughs> no. 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 All right. Not trusting it. So. So what does that say about Trey Lance that they got rid of him after Sam Darnold said that? Well, you know, <laughs> you know, Kyle Shanahan has a hard on for certain quarterbacks. And for the life of me, if something happens to Brock, there's a certain quarterback that's going to be a free agent that plays up north that wears purple. And Kyle Shanahan's had a hard on for him since he was a Redskin now slash commander. If they go get Kirk Cousins, I might have to go down to Santa Clara myself and be like, Kyle, we got to talk. Really? Kirk Cousins? Really? Why? Kirk Cousins is not mobile. They will never, ever go after him. Well, you know, I'll, this I'll just Kyle say this. This is Shanahan we're talking about here. Exactly. I'll just say this. I'm not sure how Frisco made out in the deal with the fourth round pick, giving up 
was it three they number got, ones? They okay. got something for nothing. No, no, no. Okay. They did okay. Let me just let me just say this to Steve Ashmore, who's a Dolphins fan, and he's probably saying thank you, Dub. Okay, those three draft picks turn into Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. Tyree Kill in a trade, yep. and Bradley Chubb in a trade. Exactly. Yeah. So if anybody made out like a bandit, it was it was the Dolphins. Exactly. Right. And and rest my case. The Niners made out with a mistake, and they got rid of said mistake, <clears throat> and still got a fourth round draft pick out of it because they were just going to cut his ass, and they still got a fourth rounder out of it because. He, the value for Trey Lance was zero. And why the Cowboys decided to take him with Dak and the heir apparent if Dak goes down already in place makes no sense unless they're planning to prop him up and trade him off to someone else, but he's got zero trade value. I don't even understand it. Like, it's the weirdest shit I've seen. Well, this is Jerry Jones we're talking about here. Jerry Jones and Steven. Like, I would have traded, like, some butter popcorn for that. <laughs> But in hindsight, and why that might be true, and I can see where you're coming from. The problem that I see is a couple of things, and one of them being <clears throat> you basically said, "Let's give up everything we have for the next couple of years for this kid." He comes in, shits the bed twice, supposedly, and now you got rid of him, and that's a good thing. Yeah, for good. Next, for basically a uh, a six pack of beer. And a friggin' and a friggin' uh, let, let, dildo. Let's put, face let, it. Put it into perspective. They have been on the precipice of the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, three of the last four years they've been in the final four. Yeah. And what has kept them down has been the damn quarterback position. Yeah, After. because of injuries. But the question mark becomes: Okay, like you said, Purdy goes down. Sam Darnold, really? So That's let's exactly say let's just let's, he's a serviceable backup. But let's let's go back to the fact of of a Trey Lance, and you know, I guess we are now an official talk uh sports talk show but um if you go back to what we're talking about with trey lance i don't think we have enough on him because like they said he started seven games last year right no he's 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 played in a total of eight games four starts went two and two in those starts technically one and two because he got hurt in a sports start which garoppolo came in in relief against the seahawks when he broke his ankle when he hurt his ankle by a dumb play call by kyle shanahan which he tends to do from time to time with mobile quarterbacks yes anyhow we say all that, but then I go back to what I suffered with Alex Smith because you were very patient with Alex Smith for nine years until Harbaugh arrived. Now, granted, you don't want to know why? Because the team was Alex shit, Smith the, the is team, good. The team, was, <laughs> the team was crap. Okay, right. even, even, the team was crap. He even, was the bright spot. Even though no, Frank Gore was the bright spot. Yeah, I would agree with that. But but you know what? There was something that was brought up, and I'm not going to take credit On the for sheets. this. I'm not going to take credit for this. I'm going to just say it. Love me some Frank. When you look at um, Trey Lance and you have to understand one big thing, he threw 257 passes in his high school, college, and pro career so far. That's basically anybody in the pros right now. That's 10 weeks. So the guy, the guy doesn't have a whole lot of no. snaps under he, his he, belt. He needs more reps. Yes. He was not going to get it in Santa Clara. Nope. And I don't think he's going to get it in Dallas, to be honest. No. Prob- just just po- my thought. Possibly not. But back to... <laughs> Look, if they... Use, uh, here's ahead. what I'm thinking. <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. You use him the same way the Saints used their backup quarterback. I can't think of Taysom Hill. Taysom, Taysom Hill. And yeah. that, that, I thought that was the plan for Trey Lance when he was the backup. They were using him in certain packages. And if you can use him as a Taysom Hill, Cordell Stewart, X-back type guy, come in the quarterback position, run run the Wildcat, and do some cool stuff with him, 
I could see that. But Mike McCarthy is the coach of the Cowboys, and he's not creative at all. I don't see that happening. So why the Cowboys? No clue. If he had ended up in Baltimore. But remember, he's just a play caller. He is not the offensive coordinator. He's just an idiot. No, you can call him what you want. <laughs> well, he is an idiot with the Super Bowl ring. Yes. And, uh, I mean, take it for what it's worth. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers won that. Super Bowl. Hey, you don't you, got the time. No matter how you, you break it down, no matter how you break it down, he's still got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. yeah so does Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Yeah. Fresno State Bulldog. Go dogs. Anyhow, um, Mr. Vera, are you excited for this? This is a great sports show. This is fun. <laughs> are you excited for Sunday? Quan, what's your opinion? My. <laughs> I want to bring Quan into the show. I, I, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, host. Go ahead. I watched a show from yesterday that was recorded with Sherm Brown, my dog who runs the grid. Okay. And he leans on Quan for a lot of commentary. And Quan is really good at this sports thing. And we don't do that shit enough. Quan. Uh oh. Well, Sherm just keeps asking me questions. I'm trying not. I'm over here eating pizza and yogurt. <laughs> with pineapples. Stop well, it. Well, actually, today's not pineapples. But I'm shocked. It, it's good pizza. <laughs> Folks, Quan does not have pineapples on his pizza. Not today. Damn, call Metro. I mean, I do that like once a week, and then I get other pizza other six days. Okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, he he just starts talking to me. Right. So I don't like it. So Quan, what? I don't like Sherm. We. <laughs> You said I'm the same joking. thing about J Dot. I, I really show. don't like J Dot. You don't like us either, do you? Uh, I mean, today I do, but <laughs> all right. on someone else's show I won't. All right, right. Quan, so, you, Quan, you have a personal request from the Rainbow Bridge of Osgard. He says, you got to come to our games. Oh, no, I definitely want to come. Uh, I watched the. Pause. I watched the, <laughs> the final game. <laughs> I watched the final game and then part of the, the semifinal game against Cincinnati where the audio kept cutting out and it was freezing up on YouTube and stuff like that. And I almost yeah. never watched again. And then go to it caffeine. came back. Caffeine, but, uh, caffeine is caffeine. where you want to go. Okay. I went on YouTube because it's on my TV. But uh, the championship game definitely had me uh, loving it. But before that, I hadn't even watched. So what are your favorite sports outside of A7FL, <laughs> outside of flag football? In um, general, pro sports, what's your, what ba- your thing? Basketball is number one. So basketball, uh, NFL, UFC, uh, hockey, Golden Knights, obviously. I see the hat. Um, Very and, handsome hat. Oh, thank you. I'm born in Vegas. That's what's up. Uh, born and raised. UFC. I said that, but basketball is my main. That you know, that's I grew up Laker fan. As right? a Laker fan, diehard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn them. My nickname was Magic because I wore so many Magic Johnson clothes, and then I would throw no look passes and hit people in the face. <laughs> so I wasn't like obviously they as weren't good looking as Magic, but <laughs> right. Well, they didn't know you were so good. Exactly. You exactly. Like, it was their fault for not being as good. You were the first white chocolate before, before Jason yeah, Williams. Basically. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Williams. Ask Gary Payton about Jason Williams. One of the greatest crossovers of all time against Gary Payton. Mm. Dude, AI, J-Dub. Only man that make Michael look like he had no legs. That crossover in Philadelphia, my goodness. I loved that kid. All right. So, well, welcome to the show, Quan. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Well, well, Doug, uh, you're you're gonna ask me something. What are you gonna ask me about Sunday? Are, are you excited for Sunday? Your beloved Seminoles of Florida State taking on the Bayou Bengals of Louisiana State University. Yeah, there's um, uh, I am excited about the game, um, but it it is kind of interesting because I've got some friends that are LSU fans, of course, and I've already been hearing it. Of course. So, I mean, you know, they're ranked number five. Florida State's ranked number eight. But did LSU practice on their special teams because that's what got them last year? Well, you know, 
my question is, did um, the Knowles practice on defense because their running quarterback is what got them last year? Look, the Knowles aren't practicing shit. They're running from a hurricane right now. Well, that true. shit is permeating their backyard. Shout out to Florida. Everybody pray for Florida. The, the Big Bend, <clears throat> it's going down up there right now. They're talking in 12 and 16-foot storm swells. If you didn't evacuate and you decided to lock in, I hope you have a waterproof house and a boat because that shit's ridiculous, and I'm looking out for you guys. And but, most importantly, house insurance. Yeah. Getting more expensive or, or, there. Or homeowner's insurance. That's for us People yeah. who actually own homes. <laughs> <laughs> house insurance? It's kind of like car insurance. Come let on, man. Wait, leave them alone. Let me be. And by the way, I got family down there, so shout out to my family. They're all doing good so far, so... Hopefully that'll continue. A quick shout out to our guy, Alton Walker, who actually played with our guy, Deion Sanders. The reason Chris and I both became Florida State fans, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. He is a first responder and football guy. Played with Deion back in the day at Florida State, and he is a first responder out in the Tallahassee area. Owns the Capital City Cyclones. That's my dude. Hope you're doing well, man. Hope you're making it through, and thanks for taking taking care of the neighborhood. A big shout out to him. So actually, we do have a video that we do want to play. Quan, if you please. Uh oh. This is the funnest show so far. <laughs> this is the general from the number one show on Animal Planet called Tank. I just finished watching the 2023 A7FL championship game. What a game! Unbelievable. No pads, no helmets, just ball players. Wow, what a game. I am. A big fan. Woo! Shout out to the general. Woo! <laughs> Love that shit. Animal Planet, aquariums, and now he's a fan. God yeah. bless him. Knocking them down as they come up, man. Look, we're we're coming up, dude. Hell yeah. We got people paying attention. C plus level celebrities that are like rocking <laughs> for us. <laughs> Look, look, that's a big deal. Like, my life on the F list has been strong. <laughs> C plus is big news. He and says that's a come up on the come up, right? Now we need to do is get some of the people that live here. Some of the some of the people that live here, we need to get them going. Flavor Flav, yeah. Carrot Top, Flav. and Chris Angel. Yep. I do. Did you hear that? He says Flavor Flav, Carrot Top, Chris Angel. Yep. Now, if, uh, is Tyson still here? Of course, it tastes. Tyson. So there you go. He yeah. has his ranch. And uh, Michael Bivens from Belle Bid DeVoe. He still lives here. I really? was not aware of that. Biv yes. 10. Biv 10, really? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Now you know. And if uh, Jamie Foxx Fox comes back. I don't, you know what? There's a show on Fox called, I think it's something to do with uh, Shazam. Yeah. yeah. It's Shazam. Shazam. Right, right. And supposedly Jamie Foxx is the host of that show. Yeah. And every time I come home, Nick Cannon. No, after Jamie went down with his medical issues, uh, Nick Cannon took over for him. And Jamie is supposed to be back next season. Okay. Because I had never heard of this show before. And every <clears throat> night I come home from being out, and that show is on because I leave the TV on for the dogs. And it's always Nick Cannon saying he's the guest host. I mean, you've been hosting this shit for. I mean, the entire time I've been watching the show, like, how could you be the guest host when you host every night? That's like saying Dub is the guest host of this show. (laughs) I don't know why you're looking over your shoulder, bro. You ain't going to guess what? Did you get Hey, Here's a shout out to everybody. Do you guys know Dub is black? I'm a black skin that can't tan. Black skin. He's a a legit light skin. 
Yeah. Legitimately and figuratively, yes, I am. Yeah. And, you know, I love his nickname, Charlie. <laughs> he does look like some Charlie Batch. And as a legit died in the wool lions fan who also appreciates the pittsburgh steelers the fact that you are charlie batch makes me very happy well we can thank luis ojeda for that because that was all him he nailed it on championship that was probably one of the funniest things i heard the iron man charlie batch shouts out there you go yes indeed although here's an interesting question that i have and yes we're going back to the nfl for a minute okay um so the team in foxborough Decides to cut both their quarterbacks, and Mac Jones is the only quarterback on the roster. They just re-signed them both today to the okay. practice squad. Okay. <clears throat> so, so we'll nip that in the butt for you. So they're really going to ride with one quarterback. Bailey Zappi. Well, you know, if memory serves, the um, whole thing for the NFL has changed. So because they're both on the practice squad, they get three call-ups before they have to put them on the, on the uh, roster. So, yeah, you could start the season with them on the practice squad. That's and not you, a problem. And you can have an emergency quarterback who does not count against your 53-man roster. So if you have someone go down, you can activate your emergency quarterback. Trey Lance so, for Cowboys. Thank you, 49ers, for implying that rule because we had none against the this past January. Sure you did. You had your running back. <laughs> Debo Samuel? <laughs> no, that would be Christian McCaffrey from Stanford University. <laughs> Also from the Yay area. Yes, he is. Son of Ed McCaffrey, former uh, three-time Super Bowl winning wide receiver. With the third most gruesome leg break I've seen in my entire life. Yeah. Lawrence um, Taylor, Sid Vicious, Ed McCaffrey. Yeah, Sid Vicious one was Yeah, nasty, that was, that that was, that, that, that oh, was pretty lethal. <clears throat> I forgot about the UFC cat, uh, uh, Anderson Silver. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I had to put Ed yeah. down to fourth. Ed yeah. got to go down to fourth. Yeah. yeah. Which, of course... Um, Shout out to Terry Funk. Rest in peace. Um, Mr. Middle-Aged and Crazy. One of my all-time favorites. what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> tragic that is uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, a lot of us that enjoy the business are still suffering from this because, you know, it's it kind of takes you back to Owen Hart and Eddie Grail, wrestlers that were active and pretty much passing in the prime of their careers, which is uh, quite sad. But I just wanted to give those two guys their due because, yes, yes, I watch the Mel Soap Opera. I don't care. 36 years old, man. Can't yeah. believe that. Too damn young. Yep. Too damn young. This show has no purpose. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has We're covering all sports, man. We're covering all sports. Quan, what are you doing over here? <laughs> Besides eating pizza. Well, at least it doesn't have pineapple. I'm just editing some stuff. <laughs> editing some stuff. Okay. So Quan's writing a novel in the background. He's like, it was a dark day on... <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. Right. So, um, we do want to encourage you guys to, again, um, if you want to know why this league is trending, um, there was a game that took place back on Jan July the 23rd in Bullhead City, Arizona, between the Tampa Night Crawlers and the Las Vegas Insomniacs, which gave you everything it could possibly give you in terms of a championship game. It gave you drama. It gave you excitement. It gave you storytelling. So, again, if you... Wow. Yes. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. <laughs> while, while, we're enjoying, while we're enjoying the Dub Twin. I, that, that is now great. We know your name's Dub. That is creativity at its Because there's, there's two now, of you. Now I see why he said he was editing. Right. <laughs> now I get it. Okay, it makes sense now. Right. 
There's Man. my boy. Thanks, Juan. Appreciate that. Oh, my that. God. It's the same person. If right? Luis Ojeda is watching, he's probably on the biggest laugh on his face right now. Oh, man. Luis is freaking dying right now. <laughs> and one more time, shout out to the state of Florida and Tampa. Y'all are feeling the storm surge. But back to your point. My point was, um, if you have troubles watching this game, please go to Caffeine TV, the YouTube page, the A7FL YouTube page, and A7FL.TV, and, of course, catch the excitement. That was Matt Ryan, Rob, Fabian, Corey Hammond on the mic, and all of us on the sidelines being in all of a fantastic, fantastic football game. So Enjoying the hell out of that game, yes, too. Yes, very much so. So the MVP was given out, and I'm pretty sure Scotty is probably trying to make it so because Scotty had something that he really wanted to say. So, Scotty, if you're watching, call in and give your point as to why you disagree with what happened. But anyhow, um, Huff was named... The most valuable player. Of the, Are we going to uh, start with MVP and then work our way down? Should we not start with the other? Well, the I other, mean, if this is your goal, I, you're the no, most. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, gonna, I'm he, just here he playing was, support role was, after he, having he, seven he Cabernets. Was the MVP. <laughs> but just to go over the previous winners before we talk about the MVP. Oh, good idea. <laughs> I'm glad you came up with it. <laughs> so Trey Baskerville was named Defensive Player of the Year. Savion wait, wait, wait. Who's Defensive Player of the Trey. Year? Trey. Baskerville. Baskerville was named Defensive Player of the Year. Man, that's the last time I tried to stuff the ballot for AJ. Anyway. Your stuffing would not have mattered. I know. So so let's start with this. So the way the awards were decided, each of the division leaders, staff, coaches, and what have you, were allowed to put up two nominees for every category. So every division manager, every coach – Every broadcaster, every staff member from all divisions were asked to put up two nominees for each of these categories. Hmm. From there, funny how I wasn't asked. You were asked. You weren't paying attention. It was dropped in the chat that you're in, that all of us are in. You didn't actually do your part. Oh, but my thank bad. you my bad. for not doing it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and from there, I want proof. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Will you send him? <laughs> Blaze, will you, will, you, will you send my man a screenshot? So from there, it went to a fan vote, and the fan vote narrowed it down to three people from each category, and then those three were were picked from a eleven person selection committee that I just found out tonight that our boy Double A was on, and those eleven people selected the winners. So it wasn't. Fan vote that decided it was fan vote that narrowed it down, and then the powers that be decided. Okay, Dub, who, I, who do I need to slap for that defense? Big Rob Fabian. <laughs> and good luck to you. <laughs> oh, I have no problem. I'll slap Rob. Will you give him the Ric Flair chop? No, I'm going to slap him with a brick. He ain't getting up. Oh, you going crank? Really? Hell yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm slap him with a brick. He ain't you getting ain't up. You got to lie, Craig. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hey, you know, like my mom used to say, those who fight and run away live to fight another day. So when I slap him with the brick, I'm gone. I ain't dumb. Come well, on, man. Well, to, to quote the late, great Bray Wyatt, run. Exactly. I like your mama. That's a good quote. <laughs> but anyhow, um, Mama Trey no was voted Defensive Player of the Year. Um, our own Savion Cunningham named Returner of the Year. The very first Returner of the Year in the history of the A7FL. That was a new award. Oh, wow. Wow. And okay. Savion won that over Ashanti <clears throat> Worthy, which is a guy that everybody knows and loves. Well, as I said, 
uh, Mr. Worthy, as far as the 3 on 1, he right now stands as the GOAT <laughs> of 3 on 1 returns. I don't think there's any argument about that from anybody. Um, Except Savion, who won. Well, Savion is on his way. If, he can, if Savion continues to be like he is, he, he could become the Devin Hester of the A7FL, no question about that. Um, Scooter won Rookie of the Year, which is still offering me that this was his rookie season, which is shocking, but he wins Rookie of the Year, and with the stats he put up, I, I can see why. Why is that shocking? That he was a rookie this season? Yeah. yeah. It just was for me. But then again, I'm a rookie too, so there you go. Okie dokie. <laughs> Mark Bagway wins Offensive Player of the Year. And, of course, the Game of the Year was the championship game we just previously discussed back on July the 23rd. So, back to you and wanting to slap Rob with a brick. Um, why do you feel that way? Damn. Well, we, we're just going to hit this it off like that. Defensive Player of the Year, Trey Baskerville. <clears throat> I know we all felt that A.J. McQuaid deserved that position definitely okay but you have the floor say your piece so what would you like me to say i mean it wasn't it wasn't in my hands whatever whatever passion you have in your heart free aj there you go that's (laughs) my passion in my heart (laughs) free aj free he should have been he should have been defensive player of the year in my mind period i mean i don't know what you want me to say i don't know how you want me to carry on with this it, the decision was made. I disagree, okay. strongly disagree, okay. and I think AJ should have should have won Defensive Player of the Year. Period. So, so while we're here, mm-hmm. how much East Coast Renegades Trey Baskerville tape did you watch to compare him? Probably to Probably about two games. Okay, in reality, so that's not no, fair. it's not enough. It's not fair for you to say that no, he shouldn't have yeah. won that. You're, you're right. It isn't fair. I don't care. AJ should have won. All right, moving on. That's how you feel, apparently. You hey, also maybe did you not didn't hear me. vote for Trey with the vote you had. I did not. Dub. <clears throat> I did not. And I put up AJ and I think I put up Gianni Breland as my wow. second defensive. You would never see player. me argue about that. Yeah. But you'll see, hear me argue about this and remember, you know, Rob Rob likes to uh, stir stuff up from time to time. Of course, love him for that. And Rob, Rob if you can don't stir think... up all the shit he wants and talk all the shit he wants, uh, but what we all have to say to ourselves at this time is like, although Rob is a brilliant man and knows this sport better than probably anyone else in the league, in in broadcasting, the Insomniacs still won that shit. Shut up. <clears throat> Shots fired, wow. if you will. Okay. From the championship owner. So when I hit if, Rob with that brick, I'll just yeah. wake him up, throw some water on him, and say, hey, that was Derek. That yeah. wasn't me. Rob's <laughs> like, if this happened, if that happened, so-and-so should. I'm like, if my aunt had balls, she would be, be my, my uncle. uncle. Yep. <laughs> now go away. <clears throat> Quan, is there anybody on the phone lines? <laughs> Please. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Save the show. <laughs> Well, like as we said, there is a number on the screen. It'll pop up in a few seconds, but all right, so there, it's on there, there. It is. So if you have some thoughts that you like to share, um, there's the number. All right, so DPOI. So would it be all right if I walk away and call him? <laughs> That's a great idea. Because <laughs> you know, it wouldn't shock. Because I hate for you to leave, but I love to watch you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so defensive oh, player of the year. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. We would have preferred. We would have agreed that AJ was probably the better choice. But I would say that none of us on this panel watched enough film on Baskerville to say that we have a legit argument other than we saw AJ and how could anyone claim to have a, had a better season at on defense than him? Can I just ask one question? Who had more sacks? 
I have no clue. I don't know Trey's. I don't know sacks, pressures, swats. I mean, because Trey Baskerville is like six foot eleven, two forty, and runs like a three four, <laughs> according to the stats that I've seen. Oh, I'll just say if that's it, the I'll, case, I'll, then he's I'll, definitely I'll defensive just, player of the year. I'll, I'll just say it from this perspective. Um, when, in a sense, a team doesn't run to your side of the field, mm-hmm. that's pretty much domination. Because for a long time, you hardly heard Deion Sanders' name called in a game unless he was making a return because they never threw to his side of the ball. Well, they, they did throw to him. Well, And, it, and most of the time it, it was picked it, it, and he was taking it back the other but way. My, but my point is him, Namdi Asamal, Willie Brown, all the greats, you, you name it. Yeah. Their, their they name shut was down one side of the was field. because that side was shut yeah. down. You didn't dare throw to their side of the field. Now, again, when AJ was here in the studio, he was begging people, please run to my side. That's going to be a t-shirt. Please run to my side. What? Please, please run, run to, to my, my side? side. Run yeah. To my, yeah. AJ McQuaid, run so, to my side. Yep. That's going to be a t-shirt. So, I mean, the same with Lawrence Taylor. You watched where 56 was going to line up every single time because he changed the game that much. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's because the, he, had a, he had a, uh, a way of ruining your offensive coordinator for the day. You know, you always had to know where he lined up, and that's what I felt about AJ. That's I, why, and, and I agree with that. It's just one of those things, that, and maybe I need to go back and watch this other gentleman a little bit more closely to see exactly what he did before I start saying I disagree. But you know, to call me a homer, I don't, I don't really give a shit. It's been Vegas versus everybody all year. Why am I going to change it now? All right, so just something to kind of soften the blow. One of the things that's going to be a three-on-one slash other side of the ball joint show will be the all pro ASO NFL selection show. Mm-hmm. And the three on one guys have said to me plainly, AJ is probably going to win that position as one of the two defensive ends. So he will. So let's <clears throat> say AJ got honorable mention, but didn't win it. And I don't know if it's because the league needed to give pay homage to the East after they didn't end up in the championship game and they needed to make things look pretty good. But I don't know any reason why Trey shouldn't have got it because I haven't seen the film on the man and I can't take anything away from his game without having seen it for myself. So I don't want anyone on here to go and say he didn't deserve it unless they saw all of his games and compared him to AJ the right way. Can can I just, let me just say this real quick. Uh, Shout out to Kelly. Thank you for having my back. I appreciate that. (laughs) She said, I'll have your getaway car ready. (laughs) That's my girl right there. Love her. <laughs> Thanks, Kels. Appreciate you. I'm pretty sure the Imperial March was playing it. She was probably typing that, I'm sure. <laughs> Use the false Luke. <laughs> but I think the one thing is everyone that got nominated everyone that got nominated is certainly deserving of the nomination. Yeah. And then, you know, let the chips fall where they may. But hey, you know, you brought up the fact of us having a you know an And she'll have snacks, she said. Oh damn. <laughs> See? See? Kel, Can- then you wonder why I love you so much. Now you know. And Look, knowing us half the battle. You said we're gonna have an You You Yes! So the whole thing with that, oh yeah, Yanker, that's it. What the See, fuck you just guys, happened? You guys, are we live? Are we live? Quit, quit freaking messing with each other. Anyway, so you said we're going to we have the, this vote. Are we going to have a game, an all-star game? That, that is, is my a hope. Heck, that is a heck of an idea. Like, a, like so, our own version of the Pro Bowl? Absolutely. Yeah. We should so have one. I have designs on having a East versus West all-pro all-star, all-star game. Okay. Where nice. it's selected. Where We've talked about... 
the three-on-one and other side of the ball, picking the best of the best from both sides of the country, and then having a game with those guys being invited. You know what? I've got a better one. Uh-oh. Ooh. I say we pick the East. They pick the West. That's not good. We'll pick the trashiest guy. No, 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 no. You got to, you got to understand. The thing about that, if you, if you, you yeah, I know, I know, I know. But if you're thinking about that, it would be interesting because it it forces you to look at their their, film, exactly, yes, yes, and it forces you to pay attention to all the players. So that's why I'm saying it would make it would make a lot more sense for us to pick theirs, theirs to pick ours, because nobody's going to want trash. We're, we're going to, you know, we're going to try to look at, and the thing about it is they could submit the teams or excuse me, the players they think we should look at and we can pick the teams from there and we do the same thing. It would be more interesting. That's that all, all sounds saying. nice. I'm petty. I would pick the worst people out of all that. So it make sure that we would win. <laughs> Always hey, looking out for his coast. But it's, but it's an, it's a win all the way around that way. So what's going to happen is we'll pick our top team. They'll pick their top team. We'll come together we will wax that ass. Game over. And we'll move on to next season where the West still is the champion like we are as we stand right mm. now. Wax that ass. Show me what you're working with. Right. Anyway. And Casey agrees <laughs> with you, by the way. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, waiting. I'm still waiting for his first original thought. <laughs> well, he actually, he, well, he actually talked about the uh, whole Trey Lance and uh, trade about it. So yeah, He said he liked Trey over Cooper. I wasn't sure if well, he was talking I A7FL think... with Trey Robinson and Mark Cooper. <laughs> well, I think he's... And, yes. And this is interesting because Brad Sham, who, of course, legendary voice of the Cowboys. Actually, I'm a fan of Brad Sham. Um, he said possibly that when Cooper Rush signed, he only signed a one-year deal, and he might be out the door after this season, which is a huge which is a huge possibility. Because he deserves to be a starter in this league after the eight oh, games yes, he, he threw went, up He went 4-1 and, and, and played spectacular. No, five he went four years. and one. He okay. went four and one, five starts, and played spectacular. No question about that. Okay, you guys can give him his flowers, but as a Cowboy fan, I can tell you right now, yes, he on a limited basis, he would be a definitely a good backup somewhere. I don't believe he is starter material. You guys can say he is all you want, no, no, but well, as a I Cowboys say, fan, I, I did disagree not say that he's starter material. I'm just saying he possibly might want to leave to try and see if he is or not. We're just saying as a starter, he is a better <laughs> win percent percentage than their current starting quarterback, whether he's good or not. Look, four and one. He's got a better winning percentage than your quarterback. Why is that important? My quarterback does oh, not play for the so Cowboys. Oh, so now we're now we're going a whole different direction because once we bring Derek's team into it, it's like, oh, we ain't talking about that. I'm still. Picking, oh, we can we can bring my team into this all you want. I'm okay. still picking them to win the NFC North because my oh, my quarterback is better than both of all three of yours combined. Okay. Well, you know, last Auburn time I, Saint Brown, I am a fan. All I could say is just one thing, and that is, you know, out of the the three quarterbacks that were taken in the draft that were starters, your quarterback, Carson Wentz, and Dak Prescott, the only team, the only quarterback that's still with his original team. And only one of them has been to a Super Bowl. Let's go ahead and throw that in there, yeah, too. Yeah, you can throw that in there. Right, because that's the only thing that really fucking matters. You are Being 100% right. Team, like, You're 100% right. He's the, the only quarterback that's been to a Super Bowl. Unfortunately, it wasn't in, in Detroit. But yet, the NFC East remains this year. the only division to have a Super Bowl winner from each team. Say that again? The NFC East yes. is the only division to have a Super Bowl winner from each team. Correct. And was the only division that finished over 500 last season also. Yep. No arguments there? Okay. 
and did, still didn't win a Super Bowl. But Correct. that's cool. <laughs> no, they got there and lost. <laughs> yeah, but what he said is still true. Right. Let's. That's a great stack of useless facts. I appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm here for. Anytime. So useless back, information. Exactly. So back to a seven talk. Haters. How do you guys feel about these new upcoming teams coming up for the fall and these new potential possible player matchups that are up and coming for the fall brawl? You know what? The the hardest thing that I have with the upcoming teams is I have not seen rosters. So I'm not sure. I mean, <clears throat> Derek and I played with the Outlaws. Um, funny enough, that, my, that was my team back in the day. Um, that seems to be the popular nickname for a Las Vegas football team. Right? So for... I wonder why that is. <laughs> Can't figure that out. But so I'm, I'm curious about their their squad. Um, I'm cu- curious about all of them, to be honest. The only ones that I really know what they're bringing to the table, and you know, a, a few of them obviously sick with it. We know what they're bringing. Insomniacs, we know what they're bringing. But the rest of them, I've got question marks. So <clears throat> it makes it difficult. Do any of us know what the pit bosses are bringing? So before we get into that, we talked about one singular award Correct. and didn't talk about the remainder of them. Oh, yeah, it's true. So not that I'm the host of this show, <laughs> but I think it's a really good idea for us to cover the awards since they just went out and talk about the rest of them. What do you think, Dub? Okay, which one do you want to start with next? We just talked about the defensive Let's player. go to the, returner because we kind of okay. touched on the returner thing. Correct. I know you guys want to talk about the shit we didn't win, but shout out to Savion Cunningham for being what we all thought he was going to be, which was one of the most electric players in the A7FL this season. I had him pegged as rookie of the year, but he didn't show up on offense the same way I expect. He wasn't used on offense the sure, same way correct, I was expecting correct. him to be. But you know what? Shout out to Scooter, too, for being rookie of the year. Absolutely. I mean, that dude you know, took his team to the championship game and won it. I mean, let's face it. Let's championship game aside. I mean, he had an absolute fantastic showing in that game, but his body of work for the rest of the season is the reason he won that award. Oh yeah. He was 31 and one touchdowns, touchdowns, one pick. Wow. And that pick pick was thrown in week one of the season. And again, sick, the, the second best team in Vegas that, no one wanted to get. No one outside of Las Vegas wanted to give props as being a great team, but clearly, they are on the level of the elite teams across the country. After seeing what the Insomniacs were able to put on the board, definite. So, um, and I'm hoping that Savion will be utilized more on offense this upcoming season, as opposed to just being, you know, the for a team other than OTT. Correct. Yeah, Savion and Yodi Mack leaving wow. OTT for the fall. Interesting. They both went to the Outlaws, correct? I think, think so. so. Okay. Think so. It was either the Outlaws or the Alliance. I couldn't. I think it's, I think it's, the, I think it's the Outlaws. I think it's the Outlaws. Okay. I mean, we haven't seen rosters yet. We haven't seen signings. I mean, yeah. it, there's just, it's all, I mean, last year, if we, at this time, going into the spring, Trey was going to be playing for the fucking uh, BIC. So, yeah. And Trey Robinson was going to be on the BIC, so none of this shit could actually be accurate. We'll see what actually goes down. But well, December third is when the fall brawl kicks off, so we'll find out. Then. We will find out then. But actually, there's... no, we'll find out uh, November nineteenth. Okay, we'll find so... out November first when the registrations it's are true. Due. <laughs> true. 
the but most, that's that's the, insider the, information. The, the don't most, ask. The most I don't imp- tell. The most important date. Yes, when are you giving us money to play? All right, there we go. Yep. So that once date. once I start seeing rosters, I could have a better understanding of who's playing where, and what's you know what team looks good yeah. on paper. All right. So back to the awards. Yes. <laughs> So, God damn it. Savion winning. Come save this fucking show. For God's sakes. Peanut, you want to get on the mic? So, Savion wins return of the year. What, what did they say? One person fucks it up for the rest of us? That's what Derek, they, stop. That's what it's they say. It's two of you. <laughs> yeah, you have nothing to do with it. So, Savion wins return of the year. Scotty wins rookie of the year, which and that's still boggling my mind, but nonetheless, fantastic rookie year. Leading the Insomniacs to the title, but more importantly than that, his leadership on the field. I because let's just say the Insomniacs are pretty much coaching themselves on the field, for lack of a better term. Um, but just his leadership and you know just keeping the ship steady. Look, Scotty is a hefty Aaron Rodgers. The dude understands the playbook better than anybody else in the team. Coaches everybody up around him. Makes snap play calls, judgments at the line, resets the defense, calls the protections has the entire offense under control, and he is the driving force behind that team. And has a nice pump fake. The pump fake is ridiculous. And the run game is just as good as the pump fake, which no people don't respect until they have Business to try decisions. Test. Right. That, look, that, or just looking for contact. Remember yes. the call for... the Coming up now is a speed option. <laughs> <laughs> he just drove that shit right up the middle and dunked it in the end zone. I love, I love me some Scooter Hamilton. Yeah, Scooter's freaking one of the best, man. So, offensive player of the year goes to Mr. Bagway. Now, I'll, I will go on record and say that, that I'm not saying that Mark was not deserving because he's a tremendous, fantastic talent. But for me, and this is just my standards, if I was a writer... You or, are. Well... This is, well, I was going to say you are. Well, yeah. I don't write. And, and I, you had a vote. I, have, you had I, a did, vote. I did have a vote. And, and so who did you vote for? For I, I, I voted for Darren Palmer. Because for, because for me, leading the league in touchdowns has to stand for something. Yeah. Okay. And playing a full slate of regular season games, to me, that has to count for something. Right. There has to be, there has to be a merit for that. Again, not taking away anything from what Bagway did. What Bagway did was spectacular in the games that he was played. Or, you know, they play lesser games for whatever reason that just happened. But for me, if you play a full slate of season and your stats show, for me, that, that's just what I'm looking at. Okay, slate of games, did he go the full route? What did he do? And like I said, he led the league in touchdowns. That's got to stand for something. So that's why he got my vote. And plus, so he, how, many, how many touchdowns did Bagway have? Throwing? No, in or general. Passing? I, would have to, I, would have, I would have to look it back up because I don't know off the top of my head. I'm going to say a lot because they, <laughs> That's they, a number. they beat O-Town 80 to 6. 84 their, to 6. Yeah. They played four games to get into their championship. And Correct. Had they played a full slate of games. He probably had a similar amount of numbers as someone like Scooter or DP. I'm just saying, look, I saw a bag way back to back two weeks, one in Ohio, one, championship game. one in Bullhead and... That dude is the truth. Oh, yes, he is. He, no it, question. No question. If, if I wasn't being a homer, I would have voted for him for MVP because, number one, he played on both sides of the ball. He was electric on offense and solid on defense on, in both games. Correct. The Insomniacs had a game plan to put him in the dirt, <clears throat> thankfully. But the dude, was, the dude was everything. Like, if I'm starting a team today, my first – 
pick is Kenny Mack. My second pick is Mark Bagway. And a lot of people would agree with you on that. I, I don't doubt that one But second. Kenny Mack was my, my vote for MVP. Like, I've never seen a more dominant individual on the line than that man. You when know, you it's can, funny. When you can pancake I, somebody not wearing cleats, right? that's power. So I told my wife, voted. And she said, well, who do you think I should vote for Offensive Player of the Year? And I, I thought about it, and I'm like, I don't want to get involved in that. I want to let you make your own picks because I'm biased. Whatever you want to do. She actually put Kenny as the um, MVP. And I had him as Rookie of the Year because it was his first season. Right. So I had him as Rookie of the Year. That's he was, where I he was one of my nominations for Rookie of the yeah. Year. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Kenny Mack, I know you're listening, bro. Um, he needs a better campaign manager. Yeah, don't don't think that we we didn't uh, think about you and all this, man, because you were um, definitely a standout. Well, so he, he, he if he continues to play the way he plays, he might have an award named after him when right? it's all said and done. Dude, so, to I, watch him walk guys down the field, and I'm like, Kenny, where's your where's your freaking cleats yeah, at? No My cleats. feet hurt. No cleats. <laughs> I didn't have them and on. He's still pancaking. Right. I got I'm a like, question. Why do people call him Matt Kenny versus Kenny Mack? Like, what, what's the difference, and what is that about? Does Man, somebody, you got to ask him that. I have no idea. Kenny, call in, bro. I know you. I know. I see you in the chat. Yeah, give us a call, man. You got the number right there. Like, wh- where does that Matt Kenny versus Kenny Mack thing come from? I know Viking. Every time he talks about, it, he calls him Matt Kenny. Mm-hmm. I'm just. Or could it be the three faces of Mac, like the three faces of Foley? I mean, they had like six different Macs on the Insomniacs, like yeah, Little Mac, Big Mac, Medium Mac, Big Mac, like Double Mac. <laughs> Special Mac. He just said, he just said in the chat. We have a call. Oh, we do have a caller. All, All right. right. First caller of the night. Welcome. Hi, Casey. Caller, are you there? Pick up your phone. You're on the request line. <laughs> if you break out to Mr. Telephone Man, I'm done. <laughs> Mr. Telephone okay, Man. There's something, There's something wrong, wrong with my line. Kelly's outside with snacks. <laughs> Scooby Snacks? Didn't work, Juan. Did they hang up? Uh, they color? don't know my real name. They're going off of Facebook. That's what he said. That's what he said. Copy that. Well, brother, you, you'll always be uh, well, MVP to me. Well, for the caller that was trying to call in, try to ba- try back again. Again, the number is on the screen for those. Did you say uh, Tribeca? No, try back again. <laughs> I could have said Tribeca. Was it the triangle below canal for you? No. Okay. So, caller, you there? Hello, caller. Okay, we will try this again. Again, numbers on the screen, 702-608-3259 if you want to call in to the other side of the ball to talk to myself, Chris, and or Derek. All right, so we talked about OPOI, DPOI. Correct. Returner. There's two, there's two more, game, okay. of the, game of the year and MVP. <clears throat> All right, so game of the year, that's like a slam dunk. Yeah. Like, I know people want to talk about the game between BIC and the U, which was fantastic. Fantastic, yes. Actually, both both games between those two was fantastic. But the last 17 minutes of actual, like, real-time deliberating over a call that hadn't really gotten decided, that was, for me, some of the worst sports television I've seen after about, (laughs) once it got into about minute six, I'm like, either you have it or you don't. Can we move the fuck on already? (laughs) 
But it was a great game through and through, and I knew it would, it, every game between them when it meet, matters comes down to the last second. But the national championship game was the best football game I have ever seen in my entire life. Now, granted, I have a little bit of bias, but before that game, it was USC versus Texas, the Vince Young game. As, one of, as the greatest football game I'd ever seen in my entire life. Second was Patriots versus Falcons with the comeback in the Super Bowl. Super Thir- Bowl 51, really? Third was Titans versus Saints with the <clears throat> reach for the last second. That's a half a yard short. That was the Rams. That was the Rams. What did I say? Saints? Saints. Titans versus Rams, excuse me. Super and Bowl 34. Surpassing those all was this game. The... So Down can I say that. something about that real quick? Yeah. Because, um, you know, we're, we're kind of embedded and people look at us and say, well, you know, you guys are kind of homers looking at that game and all Don't. of us saying the same thing. But <laughs> all I can say is that I actually received a, uh, after the game on Monday. Try back again, I, Ken, if you can. When I got back, when I got into the, uh, into the house, I received a phone call from some friends that were ranting and raving about that game. Both of them are huge NFL fans, and they basically said, dude, you got fans for life. That was the best game we've ever seen, ever seen. One is a Raiders fan. One is a Cowboys fan. So neither of them have ever seen football. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, so, well, if they were if they were Detroit fans, I would, say, I would agree with you football fully. Either, right? They've like, never seen football in their they lives. they were born in the 1920s, they've right? never seen football either. <laughs> so, but it's, it's one of those things, when you hear that from somebody who is not involved in the A7, and is on the outside looking in when you hear that type of of deal coming from them and trust me when i say the one that the the uh, husband that called me was like dude i answered the phone he's like dude that's one of the best fucking games i've ever seen in my life are you serious how was it there crowd wise and i'm like didn't you hear it on the on the playback and he's like yeah it was it sounded loud but dude how, they're those the stands must have been packed, and I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm no. not going to go there. But they anyway, were, they were congested. Yes, <laughs> but it was it was one it of those things. It wasn't like Super Bowl one to where you got you know people in this section and that section, yes. and then the cameras made them all come together. It wasn't like that. No, but it was it you know to hear. I mean, look, I'm standing on the sidelines, and as we all, as we all were to hear the crowd, but to to be and I know that the three of us were on the Insomniac sidelines, but to hear that crowd. And then when I walk down to the end zone and when they're screaming, I'm like, yeah, dude, it was unreal. It was like nothing I've seen live in my life. That fan, that fan base generated my favorite new chant with the penalty. You can't do that. <laughs> I had never heard that before. Dude. That was so good. There was a, a, a row of about 40 13 to 16 year old boys yes. that were a part of some sort of teams. I don't know where they came from, but they were the loudest and livest group of fans I'd ever wow. seen. That was so much fun. And when they came down around on the rail and they're just, let's go Vegas. Yes. Dude, that was incredible. It was amazing. It well, was absolutely to incredible. The, shout outs to the locals of Bullhead that actually came out to participate and, and be fans of that game. That was, that was pretty cool. But I mean, it's very hard to argue about how fantastic that game was. As I said before, they, both teams, gave you everything that they had and basically left it out all out there on the field. Um, and I hope none of those players have any regrets because they certainly did not lack the effort on the field that particular afternoon. And if you're a fan of this show, 
and want to see said game, go to a7fl.com and click on championship game. And there is a cut down two, two hour and six minute version of said game. We want to hear your opinion about it. It is the greatest football game ever played. In my opinion, I want you to, I challenge you to watch that and tell me you don't agree. You know what? And there's a, another side of that too. Is um, is it the other side of the ball? Yeah, it's the other side of the ball. You know, with the moon and the crack. Anyway, um, <laughs> the whole thing with that is the halftime. Yes. The halftime uh, show interview show. Yes, interview with um, none other than Mike Tice was incredible. I mean, I I couldn't turn that off either. Yeah, I've now watched this championship game four times, and now that we're bringing it up, I'm probably going to go home and watch it for a fifth. So, I mean, it's one of those things that I just can't stop watching. It pulls you in. It does. It really does. I mean, just the whole fact of the Insomniacs take the lead, get their first true conversions, and then here comes the Nightcrawlers just seemingly scoring at will, seemingly the Insomniacs have no answer. Then, of course, here comes Q out of nowhere, changing the game around. Then, of course, Munchie talking about throwing on top of his head as you said so many times, and then just RTC, flat tire and all, talking about, oh, can I make it? Can I make it? Can I? Okay, I'm going to make it. And then, of course, Donye jumping the route, interception, of course, one of the greatest camera shots. Derek just, victory! Yes. Yeah. Victory! My favorite part, though, was when RTC reached down and grabbed the burrito out of his pocket as he's going into the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had a calf cramp, but he was reaching for a burrito and a pulled burrito. that shit out of his pocket. Burrito or chicken nuggets? One of the two. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say though, Munchie, after the touchdown, and he's trying to stretch his calf out. I'm like, is this some new celebration? Oh, I, I thought, thought it was thought a prop. He, I, thought I thought he was, was doing the big prop. leg, like I, yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, like, I thought he was doing drop. some. I'm like, okay, is this wrestling? I mean, what am I missing here? And then when, when RTC got up and he's limping, I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, hey, you good, bro? And he's like, yeah. Didn't think I was gonna make it in the end zone. You didn't see me grab my calf. Well, I, I said, no, it. no, man, I, I missed I that. I'm like, oh, can he make it? Because, you know, but, yeah, like I said, just for him to still pay attention and cross the goal line first, because, you know, you guys have played the game. Most times when you feel a cramp or you feel something pull, you're like, the first thing, your instinct is to just drop the ball and fall down because you're in pain. Actually, no, it's to hop. That too. Um, but, that the fact, but the fact is he didn't pull the Deshaun Jackson. Which, right. Which, I was concerned. Which, <laughs> As which, he went in the end zone, I was like, oh, I have Concernicus. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do the Deshaun Jackson. Cross the line. Right. Ask Kenny to the Jets. Run through the tape. <laughs> All right. So, so now the ultimate award. The MVP. MVP. Won by Mr. the Huff, man. The legend. A two-time. This is the second time winning this award, right? I think so. I believe so, yeah. I think so. Quantrell Huff. Huffin, we just call him Huff for short. He is well known as the greatest quarterback in A7 NFL history. The A7 GOAT, for lack of a better term. Left a championship contender and previous championship team in the U and went to the Silk City Animals, Silk City Animals, a team that say. was winless. That had one, I think it had one win. No, I think they were winless. Last season, I think they were winless. I could be wrong. Winless to one win, same shit. They were not very good. They, right. <laughs> they, they, they were pit bosses, gold quality last season. 
they add a couple pieces. He comes to the team, brings some of his guys with him. Baby Joker. Shout out to Baby Joker, who was a nominee for yes, Rookie of the Year as well. He was phenomenal. And, this and a deserved season. nominee yes, for Rookie of the Year. He was fantastic. But Huff played both sides of the ball and I think had, I want to say, three or four picks this season and led the offense like no other and made them a top four contender on the East that we put on par with the force sick with it and insomniacs. They were in that mix as that quality, that quality caliber of team after mm-hmm. being a, a basement dweller previous to this. And not only that in their playoff game, they gave the watchman everything they could handle. Yeah. They only lost by eight, 27, 19. That was the final score. And I was being funny and romantic about it. I was, I picked the East Championship to be the U versus Silk City Animals to see Huff take Against on his own U. team. And it almost came to fruition. Like, it was one score away from it coming to fruition. And deservedly so. The dude is that dude. And talking to some of the people who had votes and talking about the conversation around the room when they said why he won MVP over someone like RTC, it was if you take him... Off, off of the, that team. Off the team. What's their win total? How valuable is his presence on that team? You take RTC off the Insomniacs, they're still a really good squad. Agreed. They've got Agreed. some other guys they can fill in. I mean, clearly, they put Munchie in at tailback on multiple occasions, and he did the job. They've got a great offensive line. We've all talked about how great Kenny Mack is in the blocking. Shout out to, to Oos. Dr. Oos. Right? <laughs> And, and oh boy, Schwank. I mean, those, when those dudes, when those three dudes decide they're going to run the fucking ball, they're running the fucking ball. Oh, they're yeah. getting you three to five them. yards every time. And what the back does with it after that fact <clears throat> is up to the back. No, don't take anything away from RTC, but you take him off of that squad, they're still probably an undefeated team and probably still in the championship game. They don't win it without him based on the way that game went. And not to mention Tay is free now. Yep. Right. And if Tay was... <laughs> Tay you doesn't know, punch somebody in the face. He's on the team too. Tay, Tay, <laughs> Tay is going to have a you know he is ready to play. Oh, he's going to run like a madman. He's going he, to he, he, he's going to run like a madman. This man. fall, I, I am afraid of everybody who goes against him. Oh, that man is going to be looking for contact. He's going to be running people over. <laughs> he's for and by the way, just just so you know, for the we went back to the we're talking about the sound on the field, Kelly who was on the other side of the field from us, she said you could feel the sound come through the ground on the other side of the field. She's not lying because I... I We got got a caller? Oh. Hi. (laughs) Hello. But no, I I started on the night cross on and and she's correct because you can... Hello? Caller, how are you? What's going on? How are you, sir? What's happening? What's good, gang? This is Kenny Mack. Oh, Oh, what's up, Kenny? Big man, the Cornhusker. What's going on, sir? <laughs> Man, they don't. The reason they call me Matt Kenny is because nobody knows my real name. Everybody goes off of Facebook. Got Only it. the people that you hear call me Mac are the ones that know me. Everybody else just going off of Facebook. Got it. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So but, why were we having him call in again? <laughs> it was like 17 minutes ago. Because we were talking about we whether it's Matt Kenny or Kenny Mac. Okay, so so we that just, was the explanation. So now that we have you, so let me just go ahead and get this out of the way. I've told. You and probably 17 other people, if I was drafting a team today, you'd be my number one draft pick. Would you also be your number uh, one draft pick? Would I also be my own number one draft? Yes. No, I would not. Who wow. Would, who would be yours? Because you know this game 
better than probably anybody else that I've come in contact with because of the way you fight in the trenches. You want you, my answer is, man, not just because he's on my squad, but I would say RTC. That's not surprising. He's That's not like surprising that. Answer. Nah. Because, because of offense or defense or both? No, n- neither. Because of the grit to the game. Okay. You got to mm. be able to go to war with fuckers that you know don't go to battle with you. And if you got a motherfucker on the side of you, excuse my French, that you know he's going to tuck his tail, I don't want to go to battle with him. But I know a kid that's going to wreck his face and bleed everywhere and still want to run the ball, I want to play with him. Facts. Facts. That's what's up. Yeah, and that's what and, happened, man. And he, you tell me, just like myself, I bust my lip open, blood was everywhere, but I was right back in the game the next play. Facts. Yep. Like, I can't unsee that picture. <laughs> so, so It's not about the being running back. It's not about the – that's what I would take. I would take – a dog to go to war with any day because I know somebody going to have my back if we get real. And chances are you're going to pick yourself after that, so you you know you're a lock. Oh, yeah, I'm always dig myself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, somebody, else, somebody else got your back. I, not too big a hit, <laughs> You can sir. only beat up six motherfuckers at one time. Somebody always going to try to sneak you. Hey, small hits at one time, man. Come on. Small hits. <laughs> Nothing too big. What you say? I could, I can hear you. <laughs> I said s- small hits, nothing too big. So Mac, I got a question. How, like, how do you harness your power when you're pancaking people on the other side of the ball? What, 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 what does that come from? Nowhere, but that's what I'm supposed to do. Plain and simple. Got All it. right. So a follow-up question. Not a lot of people understand your playing history and how you arrived at the A7FL and what you came from. Would you mind enlightening the listeners as to who Kenny Mack was and is? Well, the yeah, I could just say that people don't understand the play because people are, I mean, some of the young kids or the younger bucks because I'm only 30 myself. But some of the people under me don't know who the Pelini brothers are. So when I played at Nebraska, it was a set of brothers that are not allowed to coach in NCAA right now because of how aggressive, I should say, they are. But um, the Pelini brothers were my coaches. And Bo Pelini, Paul Pelini, the Pelini brothers, one was my O-line coach, one was the head coach. So that sense of dog was created as soon as I got to Nebraska. I've always been a dog. But then I got put in the fire at a young age. I had to fucking sink or swim. The only way I could swim is fucking by being aggressive and beating other motherfucker in front of me. Plain and simple. All right, take me back to high school. What'd that look like? You said take you said take it back to high school? Yeah. yeah. Uh four star recruit. So you can look this shit up too. Just type my name in on Google, Kenny Mac. I can't four star recruit four eight forty at uh three hundred and forty five pounds as a junior. Um wow. I was and I wow. did if people want to know the story, my all from freshman all the way to my junior year I was locked up in county. Um, no. I got out my junior year. I played one year of high school football, and I've been seventeen D1 scholarships. Um, Kenny, was that in and Vegas, I picked Nebraska? And I rolled all from one year of one year of high school football. What, was high school in Vegas? Yeah, I moved from Detroit um, to Vegas, and I was still in the Detroit mindset when I first got here, and it was a little too much. So uh, I ended up going to the county, um, getting out my junior year. <laughs> End of junior year, I played basketball. Um, and then uh, the start of senior year, I rolled out, um, played football. Like I said, uh, all the scholarships came off of one year um, and two camps. So and sad. I ran a 4-8-40 as a fucking nose guard, and everybody was Damn. like, yo, you're going to be an old lineman. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. 
So let me ask you this. What made you chose Nebraska and what was the final decision? Like how many schools was it, was it down to and what made you eventually chose the Cornhuskers? Oregon, Nebraska, Oregon State, um, and Mississippi. I choose, I choose Nebraska because I had a coach by the name of Dan Brasha, who's one of the most well-renowned coaches here in Vegas. Um, he believed in me when nobody did Nobody wouldn't. When I came home from, when I came home from County, um, instead of me using my own money to get to the Nebraska camp, he paid for it. When I made that connection with those Nebraska camps, the, the Nebraska coaches, it was, it was, it was finito from there. I talked to Brasha, and Brasha was a driving force in my life, um, and he said kept me alive at times. And uh, said I, I, that's why I made that decision. He told me that it was gonna be a place for me, get away from everybody I know, get away from everybody that you know I was I was rocking with at the time. And live a different lifestyle where it's nothing about football, and that the best type of football that be for me is the most aggressive type of football. So that's that's where he told me to be. He introduced me, he introduced me to the Pelini brothers, and that was that. How so, how much of this story did you put into the interview with the clocked in guys, or did you come for that? I didn't even I didn't even get a chance to go because I was coaching my my youth team at the time. So it was it was youth team or the interview. So I you know what I'm a pick. So I picked my youth of course. team. So I rescheduled my interview. All right, good. Please, 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 please include some of that in there because your story is tremendous. I didn't look, you know, I got a ton of love for you and we're doing big things together just because I love you as a human. I didn't realize your backstory and I love you even more for it now. So please, please, please make sure that the majority of that gets in there because that is the type of story like you and the Viking, those things make this league what it is. And I re- want to make sure that we get that out there. But Yes, sir. Tell, and all and all that shit is uh Google Google information. Of course. <laughs> I got all that shit on Google. So uh yeah. I told you I'm black, I can't read. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel you. Yeah, don't listen to that. <laughs> hey Kenny, all I can say is <laughs> man, man, I got my, I got a lot of respect. I, I really to be honest, Derek, you know me, bro. I, I really the story is cool where I've been and cool and everything, but what I'm doing now for these babies and for these boys, yep. that's why I want my legacy to be, bro. I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? What happened in my past? That was some shit that I created that I had to get up out of. Now that I'm out of it, I really don't talk about it because it's really not a point. I yeah. talk about the boys and this youth football and this high school football now because that's the future. Yeah, but you know, I can care less about myself. It's, it's yeah. funny because, um, you know, Kenny, you and I talked a little bit about uh, what you're doing with the boys, and that's where my respect has always been. Um, first and foremost, you know, what you do on the field, but secondly, what I see you do with these, with these young men. And, you know, we need more coaches like you. We need more people like you. You're molding these young men into what um, we think is going to be a positive in their life. And some of these, you know, you talked about it. Some of these guys and some of these kids don't have that father figure in their life. And you become that. And I know when I was coaching, I saw it. And I respect you a whole lot for it. So much respect for you, bro. I love Man, what I you're got, doing. I got one of myself on my team right now. Um, one of my A7FL brothers, Tavares Cardis, uh, Tavares, um, I said Tavares Cardis, Tavares, uh, who plays for the Crips tonight this year, uh, the big nose guard in the middle and the big lineman. That's personally one of my good, good friends. Um, and Tavares uh, stuck his knockout for a kid that was um, doing some things this year that, uh, Everybody on the news know about with these cars, and uh, Tavares, Tavares went and got them, um, and we brought him back to the team. He was perv- he was previously already playing for us, and now he's back, and we're keeping him 
ahead and out of the streets just like Tavares and Navaj should have had when we were young. So he, he's our little, he's our protege right now, and uh, I'm not the only one. So there's other people out there doing the same thing I'm doing, man. They just, you know what I'm saying, low-key, man. So shout-out to my brother Tavares. that plays on the crib tonight. He's one of my coaches on my A7FL team as well. Um and we're just trying to help these babies out, man, anything and anything. Yeah, and you, you said you want to talk about your past, and I, and I get that, and you, you're beyond that, and you've grown from that. But clearly, having that in the back of your mind allows you to see that in somebody else and help pull it out of them and get it out of them so you can do better by them. So don't lose sight of, where you, came, don't lose sight of where you came from because you know it's, it's, it's clearly where you're at versus where you came from, but the road of how you get got there is super important. And when you can share that with other people and they can hear your story, oh, yeah, you already know, D that's how I gotta, I stay down. I stay grounded like that, man. I never want my kids um, and my wife and my boys that I coach to see that dark side um, that the streets can offer. And some, if some of our little brothers, you know what I'm saying? I've already been there and now it's time to pull them out of it. Um, and I feel like that's my purpose right now. But man, he, shit, I'm, I'm fucking killing that shit. You are. And equally important, somebody who's been through the same struggle as you, you can look at them and say, look, I did that. You can recover from that. I, I'm i living proof. And I keep it a bean with the boys, too. I got 11-year-old boys that know my story. That's like, nah, you don't know that. You don't know Coach Mack like I do. And I, these are 11-year-old boys that will tell you this. And they know my story. And they, they know the real. So they level with me. That's why I'm in a position I am with the boys. It's more than a, a coach position. They... They level with me, and we, you know, what I'm saying we're from the same spots, and even for the kids that's not, it, they 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 want to get to the where we are mentality wise, and they they are drawn to it as well. So it's a win win on both sides. Well, as I often said, that life pretty much is really a testimony, and your testimony that you are sharing with us, literally and figuratively, even if they never tell you, is definitely going to save somebody's life. So my man, keep up the good work for sure. I, mean, I appreciate you guys, man. Y'all have a good day, um, Derek. I'm almost, I'm almost to the house, so uh, I'm gonna get on that computer and get to work, and I'll be uh, tapping in with you shortly, brother. Yeah, I'll be free seven fifteen. Shout out to Kenny Mack. Kenny, I owe, I owe you a, a call, so I'll make sure to get that to you too. Yes, sir. Not a problem. I appreciate you. I, I, I didn't want to hit you up, Chris. I already knew you was, you was busy and moving around, bro. I knew you would get back to me when you got free. So it's all love, baby. Yeah, you got it, brother. Appreciate the one and you. only Kenny Mack. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Future number one draft pick. All right, brother. If I get my trace. Send you, sir. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks for calling in, man. Or answering the call when we call back. <laughs> right? <laughs> one of the two. Um, hey, we got to get him on the show somehow. That's some great producing, Blaze. Where, where did Blaze go? <laughs> he's got his hand oh, up right, over there, man. Hey, come yeah, on, man. Yeah, I, woke he, up, I woke him up from his nap. He, he's, right? he's doing the fist bump. Anyhow, um, before we uh, come up against it, do you want to be a part of this growing, trending league that is the American Sevens Football League? Well, if you do, if you want to be a division manager like Chris Farrow, or if you want to hold the trophy like Derek Duncan, or if you want to <laughs> be in media like yours truly, go to a7fl.com, go to a7flwest.com. It will give you all the details and all the outlets of where you want to be a part of this league. If you want to be a part of this league and you want to understand why Mike Tomlin said Give this league five minutes. Go there. It might be for your beneficial needs. And it might fulfill your needs, whatever your needs are. I wish I could repeat what Mike Tice said to me. Was that on the record or off the record? Uh, when we were standing on the sidelines with the first quarter of the game, mm -hmm. they called down and said, hey, can you send Mike Tice up to the, uh, to the box? 
he was standing right next to me. He looked right at me and said, fuck you. I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying right here to watch this game. <laughs> Tell him I'll be up there at halftime. Love it, man. The game was so good. Dude. We, may, so we good. may have talked about that already. But yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple of times. Well, probably one of the biggest moments of my young broadcast career was being video bombed by Mike Tice. That was that, that was pretty cool. That was. He thought you were Charlie Batch. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes. What up, Charlie? That just made Derek's day. In more ways than one. Now, oh. if you could have had him in the uh, Lions jersey instead of the Steelers jersey, that would have been even better. Look, when he was a starter for the Lions, that was some of my favorite times as a Lions fan. That dude was everything. Well, dude. it should be now because, like I said, your team is on the come up, my friend. I like what Dan Campbell's done. I like what Ron Holmes has done. I like how they put this Brad team Holmes. together. Brad Holmes, I'm yeah. sorry. It's all good. But... A lot of people are picking him to do something this year. I, look, I said two years ago when I saw the new regime come in last year, they will compete for a playoff spot. This year, they will compete for a division title. Next year, we compete for a uh, first round bye. The year after that, we'll compete for a championship. Is there a reason why you're holding up the star, Mr. Vera? Oh, no. It's not even here. <laughs> I was just listening, but oh. since you brought that up, I, well, I'm just you. I mean, you were holding. It up. I was pausing. You I was, was just it, watching yeah, what's you going were pausing, on. But you were holding it up with a tremendous amount of pride there. Okay, if you say so. Well, that's how you looked. I mean, if I am wrong, please correct me. I will sincerely apologize. You are corrected. Okay. I was not holding it up for anything. I was not like, hey, there was nothing. I was I, just pausing to listen. He okay. just can't drink and listen at the same time. Multitasking is not his strong suit. <laughs> Shit. Got if it. You only knew. Not only do I multitask, I do a lot more than that, but anyway. Well. Well. Well, well, well. So, Mr. Duncan, you have you said more than Kenny once. I'm going home with the cheaty pants. Okay. Uh, back to reality. So, Mr. Duncan, <laughs> you call this the UFC of football. Why are you so passionate in that statement? If you think about, so I always say that we are to the NFL what UFC was to boxing. The, we are the UFC of football kind of is a summary of that. If you don't put the whole statement around, it doesn't really make as much sense. If you think about what the UFC was in its inception 25, 30 years ago when Hoist Gracie was fighting dudes that were 350 pounds and, you know, it was like legit i'm the best dude out here i don't give a hell what you look like i'm gonna fight you and i'm gonna win ken shamrock dan severin thank you i feel like that's what the a7fl is today we are a stripped down version of what the polished version of the nfl is you strip away all the protections you know boxing's <laughs> got the big gloves and you're only throwing hands and it's a great sport it's one of my favorite things in the world to watch i am one of the hugest boxing fans you'll ever meet but I also love the UFC equally for how raw and different it is, even though it is also a fighting combat sport. And there's a reason why UFC fighters don't do well in boxing and boxing guys don't do well in the UFC. They, it's, it's fighting, but it's so different that one doesn't necessarily trump the other. And that's why I say when you look at the A7FL, it's, it takes a certain kind of athlete, a certain kind of man or person that's willing to put their or man or woman that's willing to put their body on the line for what they believe in, knowing that there's risk 
and not needing protection to, to watch out for that risk and how raw and real it is. Equally important, how we compare to the NFL, the fact that you can see our guy's face, the emotion, you're not blocked by helmets and visors. Like my favorite football player for 12 years was Michael Vick before he decided to fight dogs and piss me off. But he wore that dark visor the whole time. So you never really got to see the emotion on his face. Probably for good reason. He was an emotionless guy mostly, mostly when he played. But the emotion you see on these guys' face when they play, good, bad, like one of the worst days of my A7FL, short A7FL career was when RTC went down and <sighs> drug his face across the canvas and peeled it off like Two-Face. Looking like Terry Funk, blah, bloody. No, he looked like Two-Face from Batman. Like the Harvey, <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> right. That's... But to his credit, Played the very next weekend. He didn't. He. I'm telling you, he wanted to go back in the same game. Oh, I know he did. I was standing on the <laughs> people, sidelines. People were fighting him to stay out of the game. Yes. I had to go down and tell him, please stop. That's how much. That's how hard he wanted to get in the game. But that's what I see: raw emotion, raw talent, raw sport, unabridged, no filter. We get it in, and it's an amazing sport, and it's a beautiful sport. If you take rugby and mix it with the NFL, you get a 7FL. You take away the pads, the helmets, add vertical passing, and it is rugby meets the NFL, and it is the sport that we're playing, and it is so fucking good. If you're not watching it, you're missing out. I'm recording everything. You can come back and check it out, but when you watch it live, it's that much better. Final thoughts, Mr. Vero. I hate when you make me go first. Actually, Derek kind of went first. No, I, that wasn't that wasn't my final thought. I know. You asked me about it. I know. I got promos to do, dog. Laugh and live in color, if you will. So, last thoughts or final thoughts for me? You know, missing last week sucked. I'm just gonna say that. Um, well, welcome back, sir. This is part of my outlet. Um, I love A7FL. Um, Derek, I give you a lot of praise for getting me involved in this, and I'll never stop doing that because I appreciate it. Okay, who let the fly in? Um, I appreciate it more so than you even know, because I mean, football has always been an outlet for me, and it's been a way to get. It's been my way to get away from work and from some of the other stuff that we all deal with the on a regular basis. Yes, stop um because <laughs> he knows <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that i appreciate more so than than most and it's something that i really do i've i've gotten a, a big love for it and the players i've gotten a lot of respect for the players that are playing this game because while derek was talking about putting your body on the line i also think mentally you have to be at a different level to play in this game because you don't have the helmet you don't have the pads you don't have what you're used to so the fact of the matter is my final thought is is real simple and that is the fact that i appreciate everybody in this league that plays in the game and everybody who is you know working their asses off behind the scenes to pull off these games because i've seen what it takes to make that happen so you know what um much love for the a7fl much love for everybody in vegas for what they're doing and how they continue to um, pull everything together. <laughs> that fly just just cold landed on your head like it wasn't that big of a deal. It, it's because anyway, I'm skinned. That's why. But it True is that. one of those things that I think that if you have not been out to a game, if you have not watched a game, take your butt out to a game. If you don't, at least go on um, YouTube or 
caffeine and watch a game, you will be hooked. You will be hooked. Shout out to Big Mike from Snow Tribe watching. Appreciate you, bro. I didn't get that notification. Uh, do you want to take us home, Derek? You want me to take us home? Well, let me just say, uh, Boys and Girls Club will be putting on an event called Kids Day Out on October 14th at the Lindell Boys and Girls Club. We're looking for sponsors and community partners to help out and help support roughly 300 inner city youth uh, that are looking to find mentors and find people to show them paths in life. So A7FL and Apex Electrical Sales will be sponsors for that along with most of the other great organizations around the valley so if you want to get involved with a great organization like the boys and girls club and help kids find their passion find what they want to do in life please reach out to me to do so and uh with that i'll let you take it out derek duncan the gift that keeps on giving um i'm like herpes (laughs) no that's being around like luggage that ain't a gift it's a good thing that scotty's not here because he would have something to say to counter that i'm sure you know he would um but But spitting uh, here we go arch Uh, spitting but um that's right the new one piggyback off what chris said um but spitting no oh okay i'm I'm just double checking i'm just double checking that is what i said did you you want final thoughts from kwan i mean he is a part of the show (laughs) (laughs) kwan's like no i'm done how was your pizza kwan uh, it's good. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> just the fi- fi- final thoughts of this. Um, what Chris said, as far as he was upset that he missed last week, and you know, when we're not at a full panel, it sucks. But again, that just goes to show you that there really is a sincere joy when we do get the chance to do this and put ourselves on this platform and to talk ball and other rickers of life. And today we even got to dial in the league that wears pads and helmets. But nonetheless, um, you can see that there's a general fellowship and a general brotherhood, and I'm just grateful and privileged and blessed and honored to be a part of it and, you know, talk ball with these guys. So with that said, for Casey, who's on assignment, for the Viking, who's on assignment in the Show Me State, God help him, um, for Derek, for Chris, I'm Charlie Batch, saying thank you for watching. We hope you enjoyed watching as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. And we'll see you on the special 50th edition of the other side of the ball viking wrap it up pay attention to the blue moon and our logo and i'm not talking about wrapping it up i'm talking about wrap it up (laughs) wear raincoats it's for your safety i love you charlie charlie